Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello you lovely lot and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards and on this week's episode, oh we're halfway there, we're playing with a hope and a prayer. Joining me, as always, is the Bon Jovi to my big phony. It's Tony Jameson. Evening, Matthew. How are you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I know we said before we hit recording that there wasn't going to be an intro this, uh, this week. And then you give me the, oh, we're halfway there. And I'm sitting there going can't believe we didn't do that as an intro can't believe it but having said that having, after the weekend we both had i'm amazed there's even a podcast to be honest exactly my 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 soul died in in the east midlands this weekend um, as i tried to navigate a storm in britain which sounds on paper like it would be very straightforward but apparently not um though i did i don't know if you enjoyed the right word because obviously it's quite bad <laughs> But one of the issues that I came across was that Leeds city centre got flooded. But when I was reading the uh, police report of what happened, the the words, a large pontoon um, came loose from its moorings and crashed into a bridge, was the way they described it. I was like, that is so British. I, I had to Google what a pontoon was to be 100% sure it's a boat. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like... Can you get any more British? But this is the thing, though, like, you know, because we've, we've got listeners all across the world who'll be sitting there going, storms, we have storms. And we, yeah, yeah, you have storms, but you also have a really sophisticated uh, public transport network. So <laughs> we do not. Literally, I don't know if you I don't know if you saw the picture of um, Rotherham train station, which now currently looks like a canal. Yeah. Kimmy posted it up, actually. It's just crazy. It's, we are... For a country that experiences quite a wide range of weather, we're very poor at dealing with said weather. Mm. And don't get me wrong, it's been a bad storm. Well, it's been like three bad storms one after another, but yeah, I'm staying indoors now. There's a mate of mine was travelling back again, probably round about the same time as you attempting to, to circumnavigate Yorkshire. He was travelling back through Leeds to get back to York and uh, he got stuck on the train. And, of course, everyone started to get disgruntled and go, why can't we just go backwards and go like to the to the, the previous point and, and go again? And, obviously, word got back to the uh, to the train manager who had to rather abruptly announce over the tunnel that we can't go backwards because the tunnel we've just gone through is flooded. So, so we have to stay and wait. <laughs> I mean, the only uh, what is the only way... That, that situation could be worse. Oh, that's right. Man United were playing Leeds away <laughs> at that exact same time. Mmm, fun, fun, fun. Um, now that we've had a bit of an old man, uh, old man rant about that, genuinely shout out to everyone that works for any rail company. Oh, 100%, 100%. You are an absolute hero if you manage to get through that weekend without committing a murder here here to you genuinely ggs um, and you know if you've not sent that resignation well done well done <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have our eternal respect well tony i did quote bon jovi 
sort of, at the beginning of this episode. And that's because we are somewhat, roughly, kind of close to it, at the halfway point of FM 22. Can you Mm. believe it? Can you believe it? It is. It's crazy. It's 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 coming up to the winter update apparently, which which we all uh, we did the thing again when we went. When, when is the winter update again? I can't remember, <laughs> but we're at yeah. that point. It's it's weird because it feels like it feels like we've been on this cycle for a long time, but at the same time it doesn't. Yes, it's such I a strange cycle, agree. and I don't know whether it's because, like. Over the last couple of years, obviously we've been a bit more involved in playing the game a lot more heavily, I guess, you know, with the podcast, with, you know, making YouTube content, now starting to stream. We've got a lot more saves on the go now. So maybe it's a bit it's a bit more intense. And obviously last year we I started streaming about around about this time, this halfway point. So for me to be sort of going, Oh cool, I've been going for a year and I'm going Oh God, that literally means we do only have like seven or eight months, six, seven months left of whatever it is. Because again, it's that thing going, it's February, the new game comes out in November. And then I have to try and do maths and that's where my brain doesn't really work properly. So (laughs) I just go, we've been going for ages and then go, but we're only really at the end of February. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's been a lot. There's been a lot happened. So we'll start off. We'll kind of get to to where we're up to with with our saves, potentially what we're doing when we're going forward, uh, and then we'll we'll finish with um, content that we've enjoyed during this cycle. But is it safe to say that after quite a rocky start with this match engine slash game, it's settled into something that's pretty good? Um, I. I'm going to say something incredibly controversial. I don't even think it was a rocky start. I, th- I thought it was fine. I know there's been some people have, have, have criticised various bits of the match engine and saying that there's specific roles and um, yeah. exploits, shall we say, like near post corners, long throws, all those sorts of things that are designed to, uh, quote-unquote, break the match engine. They were always going to be there because you kind of have to try and get the balance of these new levels and weightings, <laughs> well, I that, suppose. And- <laughs> that and they've just not changed the set piece creator system so well yeah, yeah. i mean and that's the thing like if you know once the set piece creator comes in and it's a proper set piece creator it'll then be interesting to see how that works because that'll be amazing when it happens mm. obviously you know the the central midfielder on attack is the new shadow striker in the fact that if you don't have <laughs> one of those why have you not got one of those but for me i thought that i'm looking more about the fluidity of the match engine the animations the experience, you know, because obviously with streaming, you want it to look good. I know obviously you're, you've just got into it yourself, moving from 2D to 3D. It's that visual aesthetic that the viewer can get behind to be like, oh, yeah, that looks pretty good. Like, whereas if you're doing the 2D, it's obviously more for the analytical elements. So the 3D match engine for myself looks really nice. And we've seen some stunning bits of animations like step overs, letting the ball drop, dropping shoulders. We've seen some unreal, not suitable for work goals scored. I, I, I tweeted one out last week with this incredible step over back heel, um, which was just ridiculous to see happen. So for me, from that side of it, I think it's played pretty well. Like 
maybe we play that much of it now that you know what's coming is maybe the only uh, criticism I have with it. But but for me, I, I think it's good. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm pretty much that of uh, a similar opinion where I think it's been... I don't know, if it, it, it feels pretty balanced and it feels like if you have sound logic and apply that sound logic, you can kind of get the the outcome that you were looking for, I think. Yeah. For, for me anyway, I think uh, definitely the way that I put tactics together and think about tactics has evolved definitely over, over you know, even even when we've been doing this podcast, you know, for, for the, the two editions, uh, three editions actually, that we've been been using through, throughout. I think my understanding's kind of improved, which is good, but uh, the other good side of that is being able to then apply that to, to, to football manager. I think... Um, couple of bits that, that I, I quite like. I like the pressing in terms of like animation. And again, logic, it, it does make sense. Was there a bit of... Was, was the sort of trigger press instruction a little bit disappointing because it's just essentially closed down more? Yeah, maybe, because the name kind of suggested that it was going to be something different. Yeah. But I think, again, much like... It's kind of the same with every football manager. I think when you figure out the translation into football manager, then it starts to make sense, if that makes sense. You kind of got to get this, like, you've got to put it through the football manager filter. Where Yeah, yeah. once you understand the language and the terminology, then you're right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's 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 like a, a cold breaker, essentially, at that point. Yeah, it? and it's it's been... A, the, the thing with the pressing that, that I do like is that, say, for example... You know, I see it a lot in 2D. I think you see it a little bit clearer in 2D, but when someone, you know, a player is pressing um, an opponent, they're not running directly at them. There is a curved run. There is sort of the illusion, and I will probably use that word, the illusion of, of a cover shadow. You know, there is sort of, it feels like it, it's, it, with good teams, obviously, this is, you know, or, or teams that, are capable of, of doing it. It does feel like a, a decent representation of, of what press is or a press can look like in football. So I think that's that's been pretty good. And I think as well it's it's kind of it's felt more more adaptable in terms of that. Where you know kind of like I felt like last year if you weren't I felt like if you were showing, you know what I mean, defending narrow and showing everyone the flanks, it felt a bit, not overpowered, but it felt like that it, you know, that's the best strategy, so let's do this. Whereas now I do mm. feel you can have a little bit more um, um, choice in, in your defensive uh, strategies. And again, I think like, again, I don't know if it's a personal thing, where I've learned to appreciate <laughs> having mid blocks with regroup on you know but i do feel you know i don't as long as i make the right decision i don't feel like i'm missing out by not counter pressing i do feel like i can still have a good defensive block or a good mid block to be probably more accurate on regroup yeah i i agree i agree and, and what i think as well i've noticed and we know how tactically astute i am um i like the fact that that i've managed to try a few different things with of course, you know, varying degrees of success, but in different nations, not necessarily sticking with one thing. So, for example, obviously with um, with one of the challenges we had with Rops in Finland, I went with a Christmas tree formation, 
which you know makes complete sense. You're managing over in Lapland, and it was great to see how the opposition would always predominantly set up with with three at the back. So having to work with a three against a three at the back system rather than the whole oh it's going to be four two three one, which you expected in the last couple of games. And then seeing teams literally chopping and changing, and and I think that's been interesting to see this year. It's not just been a four two three one gag and press, plug it in and go. I actually had a I actually had a game this week that I saw a team that was playing have three different formations or use three different formations nice. against me. Now, now, admittedly, they were really stupid and went to a four four two against a four three three. Or I can't remember. Was it four three three or a four two three one? So I just played through the middle and absolutely tore them apart. Yeah. But they, they, you know, they, 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 they did. I think they changed from like a back three system to a four four two, and then another variation of the back three. I will say that build a play with a back three. There is still possession being favoured by those teams, but I understand why because it's just you just have a naturally better passing range with three at the back if you're playing. You know what I mean? If you're, yeah, if you're playing out from the back, it's, it does make sense. But as long as you kind of understand, I probably should go and press a little bit higher here. I think I think you know there is. There's always going to be little bits and pieces, but I do I do think it's slightly it feels slightly more organic than than it has done in the past, and it does feel like there is a little bit more choice in terms of tactical setups. You know, I still there I I don't really use a back three much if I'm being really honest, so I can't really comment on you know how that that's that feels you know i i have i think i've i've noticed and i don't know if it's because fm21 was the year of strikerless but it does feel like this cycle i've seen less crazy tactics oh no 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 (laughs) no not at all not at all i've i've seen less strikerless tactics i'll be honest with that but for me this is the year of asymmetry like we were talking previously about about football logic and I, and I like the idea of logic within asymmetry, but I've seen a lot of that player in that position will exploit that part of the match engine. And it's not the football logic, it's the game logic is, is what I see there. So, I, I, Yeah, I, so I don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind asymmetry or tactics that are particularly top-heavy. So, you know, of day of recording, RDF's just released it, a video which is a two three five, and the idea is that's that's inspired by Pep Guardiola and how his teams play when they're in possession. So you can get a um, a two three rest defense structure by playing a four three three or even you know four two three one or any pretty much any formation you want. And generally in in football now you do see rest defenses that are either sort of a two three or a three two, and that two three shape is is really good at sort of controlling possession and keeping a, and a team pinned in their half because you've got the three sort of as more loose, you know, positional players covering sort of a central area in the half spaces. So they generally get to second balls or clearances and are really good at defending, you know, counterattacks. So that's really modern football approach, you know, Klopp kind of does that and, you know, Tuchel kind of does that, you know, with different variations and whatever. So, Obviously, now he's gone with his starting formation is a two and then a three and a five. So, it, it, it obviously, it works with, with Man City wins the league and stuff like that. 
And it's the same with asymmetry, because the idea with asymmetry is the logic behind that is you are creating an overload on one side or the other, which you can naturally do in your tactics anyway. You know, you can focus play if you really want to, but or you can have more support roles down one side of the flank and attack roles on, on another side of the flank. So I think asymmetry, as crazy as it can look sometimes, you know, for the most part, the concept behind it is that you are overloading one side or the other, and it, it you kind of that happens in football. It's just sometimes in football, it's it's a more of a progression rather than a, a like an out and out aggressive approach. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And as you say, like again, here I am, you know, saying we're seeing a lot of asymmetry. Like I'm currently using an asymmetrical tactic myself. Like it, it was, it was evolved from what was crudely a four four two, but like I had my, my, my wing back and my uh, attacking mid down the left hand side were both incredibly pacey. So I was like, I'll push them up onto attack. So they were literally a little bit off centre anyway. But then I sort of evolved it and dropped the striker back and dropped the DM off on an angle and so there's logic behind it of going, well actually that space is covered while he goes running there and he covers this space here. He cuts in there and that made sense. Whereas there's some you just look at and you go, oh, it's jigsaw box, just drop it on the floor. Yeah that'll do. And because because it works in the match engine, it's like, and that's the bit where you sort of look at it like the strikerless last year. It's great, but to understand it when it goes wrong is the next step. And and people will just use it just for the sake of it. But it's like, yeah, if you use it and go, right, that's what I'm doing. Okay, what happens when it doesn't work? What do you do? Like, because, you know, real football tactics are slightly asymmetric. You know, a winger who's a little bit more attack minus, they'll be a little bit pushed further forward. Like, you know, a, a ball winner might drop a bit deeper. So looking at, looking at it, it's not just flat banks anymore. So... Um, so yeah, I'm kind of trying to defend my point here. <laughs> I think the the pass passing network, di- um, I was going to call them diagrams. Like oh, I was still in flipping GCSE science, like me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the data visualization of of the passing network, and you know the, the improvement in the data. Mm-hmm. Hub, I think yeah, I think that does help people see. I don't want to use the term. Oh, I'll I'll use it. Whatever. Pull me up on it if you really want to, but you know, see the true shape, quote unquote, true shape of your formation. I think that helps. It's that when when football manager is good, it it helps you understand real football better. And I think this year that has been actually very good. I feel like it's been a neatening up and a tidying up and a bringing together of all these different bits and pieces for the last couple of games and actually finding the final kind of form and final presentation of all these things that if you knew where to look, you could get a good idea, but now it's all accessible and understandable. And I think think that's been an overall positive for me. So yeah, I think I think overall it's been um it's been a pretty positive experience um talking of positive experience tony why don't we have a little quick chat about where we're up to with our current saves and if we're thinking about any potential future saves after the winter update Yes, yes. So, um, I mean, I might as well go first. Why not? Weird one, because new computer, good, which led to, to, to streaming on Twitch now. Also good, 
but then also <laughs> bad made me not bothered about taking my old saves <laughs> along with me. I was like, yeah, that was that was an old computer thing. But uh, yeah, so we've we've settled with 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 the Twitch. We've settled on Atlanta United, and we're obviously going for for the little angle of, of only being able to sign Southeast and Southwest based players within America, with a couple of caveats and, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But I thought Atlanta was quite a fun choice because they once were big boys and, and quite dominant and then they went for a bit of a rocky patch and obviously they're still quite a new team there's good history there there's good history in atlanta i definitely named my tactic the 80 aliens after an outcast <laughs> outcast album um yeah it's been it's been really fun i i must admit i um i was really tempted to to kind of make it very hard for myself and, and not be allow myself to to have any you know, players without uh, outside of the the southeast and southwest. But I thought we'll do a bit of a slower pro- progression, and obviously, seeing in Mad FM, who was the inspiration for, behind the the rule set, see him get relegated <laughs> the year that he becomes fully north northeast only players. I was like, yeah, probably just fine to take it a little bit slow. But it's been it's been good to be back in the MLS. I think I think now again for me, having played in the MLS kind of on and off for, for the last four years. And obviously Canada this year, North America last year, um, Mexico in, in North America last year. I feel like I have a really good handle on that part of the world in terms of rules and stuff. And I must admit as well, I do feel like trades are more, not 100%, but more sensible this year. I don't feel like I'm having to literally go, here is my the keys to my house and my car as well as seven players just to be able to sign in someone from a, from another MLS team. So it's been it's been pretty good to to start off with and I, I did lose on stream the other day so you'll be you'll be happy to know. I was delighted mate. I was delighted I've clipped it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid as well because I only lost because I was trying to do something stupid tactically but it counts and so yeah I think um I'm pretty happy with 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 like kind of like where the MLS is cuz Obviously, the winter update is going to come in. There's going to be different rosters, significantly different rosters. If I'm being honest with you, because obviously their calendar isn't as lined up with the as with the European um, calendar. So I think if even if I went and did another MLS save, it would feel distinctly different to to what what already is. But because of the rule set and the restrictions in place, I, I don't think the need of of having to start another MLS save. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think like I've I've tried to get into it this this cycle with the with the Charlotte expansion draft and I'm just I just I'm refusing to let myself go on it. I just need to, <laughs> to just go for it. But I'm like, oh but I need to try and have a plan and I just I don't know, I I'm sort of the opposite of yourself. Like I don't have the time to have multiple saves that are in depth like that. Like I haven't I've barely got a I was about to say I was going to contradict myself again. Like I've, I've got, I do have an offline save this season. I only do have one, and it was, uh, it, it spun. We, we've sort of touched upon it briefly. There. Like I've, I've got, I've got the ROPS challenge still going on, just because I just cause I quite liked it. Like I, I liked playing that that sort of Christmas tree formation. I like the fact that the players are a bit rubbish, and we just sort of had a decent team. And I even turned down on offers from bigger clubs to to sort of 
join somewhere else. We're just like, no, no, I'm going to keep your little team of crap Laplanders, and we're just going to do this, and it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, but you know, but it's been great seeing you actually get into Twitch, man. I know we, we talked about it for a while ago, and, and obviously you did bits of YouTube streaming with um, Strikerless in Seattle last year. But to see you move across to to Twitch with an MLS save as well has been a has been a really really great yeah thing to see. I mean, it's been a. Did you explain it clearly? That's the thing. You explain it clearly. It, it's it's it, it's it's difficult, I guess, because there's so much information. But when you break it down, it makes sense. And yeah. as I say, you present it in a way that makes it accessible. <laughs> it's because I can't. <laughs> I can't say something and then not then break every little bit of it down and not explain it. It's it just that's but, just but, it's my nature, isn't it? But, but that's what it's all about, man. We always say there's two types of streamers, right? There's ones where you'll learn something on the stream, and there's ones where you'll be entertained. Guess which camp I fall into? <laughs> it's not the same camp as you, my friend, is it? Yeah. No, it's been it's been fun actually. I must admit, you know, I was you definitely know better than anyone that I was really skeptical about ever making any streaming content and that's not not a knock on any anyone or anything other than I just knew that I was going to have to learn a load of new technical stuff which I'm not massively good at in terms of like computers and and settings and all this and like fortunately you know I'm, I'm really really grateful for it that I've had so many people like be so helpful and, and really help me set everything up and get everything going and stuff. You know, the, the, the the talking and presenting aspect of it, not a problem. Even the, even the football aspect of it, it's, it's not an issue, but it was just getting over that initial, like, ooh, here we go, crash course in, in computers and streaming. But, yeah, again, it's been, it's been pretty fun and, 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 and pretty... Yeah, it, it feels a nice little... little space i guess and as well like hopefully with with the podcast it is going to allow us to be a little bit more free with the podcast where people have probably noticed over the last couple of weeks that we've had a lot of guests on and done a lot of different stuff to what you know what we're necessarily doing when we're talking about the saves and stuff and i think i think me and yourself enjoy that more than than you know sort of doing the same thing every week so I think us both doing some some Twitch content. I think kind of fills that you know that that desire to be like, hey, this is what's going on with the saves and, and being a little bit more in depth with with what's going on. So yeah, that's it's, that's a positive. Um, are you because obviously obviously you know you're currently still in Indonesia and you're currently still at Odds Bowl Club. I'm guessing you're just like, no, there's going to be no winter update save. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no more new saves. No more new saves. Um, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time for another new save. And I keep saying to myself, I keep getting a couple of ideas, being like, oh, that'd be quite a good little thing for like a YouTube series or something. And then I have to like dial it back in. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't have the time to do that. And that's taken me two years worth of content creation and conversations between ourselves every single week to just accept just don't have the time to do that more. So like, I'd rather just do two saves good in terms of getting them done regularly. So Indonesia's still there. Destroy a nation, build a nation, however you want to bill it. We are still there. We're potentially in our our last dance. And we've actually hit a bit of run of form. 
to be honest. I'm not going to go good, into good, too good, good. much now because I want you to go and have a watch on the streams, but we are in a bit of good run form, so it is quite exciting there now. And, of course, the really exciting thing, this cycle has been has been odds. Yeah. Like, yeah. who would have thought when we started the podcast two years ago that this would be the situation where we'd be sitting going... <laughs> So, Tony, does does a football team in Norway endorse your streams? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> and it's just a bit crazy. It's a bit crazy, and I just think it's fantastic that we've... That's a fun save. Like, there's pressure with it, which is weird. There's pressure because you don't want to get sacked on screen because it looks embarrassing. But at the same time, you get a lot of fun. Like, we're getting so much Scandinavian traffic coming in being like hey that's a cool save like what's going on here and i'm like explain it to them they're all like yeah i love that and the fact that the club are there and they're getting involved with it and they're tweeting it out and and, and our discord community and our twitch community have all bought into the story it just it just fun it's just fun so yeah i don't feel the need to go and have a have another save elsewhere i think yeah it's been a really unique experience for 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 this year for you that that's you know just completely blows everything else out of the water as fun as some of the other content in terms of like content it's been good it's like this one's just so fun <laughs> and, and again it's that thing of obviously we're, we're in pre-season or post-season yeah, yeah we're in, in Norway now, at the yeah. minute so yeah. so you've got that to, to look forward to and that, that to come forward um, we may have a few little surprises we may have a few little surprises dotted before the end of the cycle so so yeah keep your eyes peeled for that one yeah I I, I mean obviously uh, <laughs> Raucus put in front of me um, the J-League database and I was like oh no no yeah no. we spoke we spoke about we spoke about that on stream and I was because I was trying to, to think of like the challenges and you know thinking for the month and I was like oh, I wonder what the next challenge is and then been again just being aware that the J League started again this season and it came off the back of, of a player from PSIS going to, to Tokyo Verde and, and I was like oh the J League's back on I'm like oh, I need the J League I need the J League and then while we were on stream we were googling for it and, and Rawcast was like it's here and I was like okay download it let me know if it works and he's going yeah definitely works and i'm like oh i didn't need to know that i did not need to know that it, it, i think the one good thing about it is that it, it does 100 percent work but you have to line some things up graphically and 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 some little bits pieces so that's enough of an enough of an inconvenience to put me off so <laughs> <laughs> i'm sticking to i'm sticking to that yeah. um i'll see i will see i will see obviously when when the winter update drops if there's anything interesting in terms of, I don't know, you know, people are ridiculously good at going, hey, here's these teams that you could manage because they're now interesting at this point. But we, we shall see. But for now, I think I think we're pretty happy with our lot. Right, let's finish off by talking about some content that we have enjoyed in this FM22 cycle. Right, only one place to start. Top of top, top of the house. Mad FM, Region Air, Northern Boys. It's the one in it. Absolutely, it's the one. Sta- standing ovation, standing ovation for the idea. Like last year's, don't look back in Angers. 
beautiful, a pun, amazing. Like, but this year he's he's raised his game again, and 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 again during isolation caught himself getting COVID. Thought I'll start streaming it, and of course he's brilliant at that as well. Of course <laughs> he is. So yeah, if you've not seen it, uh, at ManFM on Twitter with two underscores, I think it is. If my brain brain can remember, obviously a wonderful member of Five Star Potential Podcast as well. Has been doing a blog where he has taken over Newcastle United, got rid of the current ownership and stripped it back to a North East only save. So much like uh, real life clubs, for instance, Athletic Club over in Bilbao where they can only sign Basque players, he can only sign players born in the North East of England. Little caveat to that as well, a little addition, little asterisk added on. He has only got northeast based staff which i was like okay that's yeah it's true it's true but the the blog has been a genuine highlight for me yeah there is some it's been i will say this has been some really really fantastic blog work this year um, i think that i think sometimes that blog community is a bit underappreciated and a bit under it, it, there's so much good stuff that can go unnoticed and it, I think it's when you kind of end up stumbling on something and like wow this is really blooming good because it, again it, like any format or any sort of means to, to, to get your creative work across is always going to be different and I think that that blog space really is such a different space to video content whether on Twitch and YouTube. And again, I, I get it because the, the video content is so much more accessible because it's there, it's easy, it's in your face. Whereas the blog content, sometimes there's some really good stuff that is always simmering. You know, um, FM Stag's done some wonderful stuff this yeah, year. Yeah, I was about to shout out for that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, people like FM Tahiti in the past has, has done wonderful work. Um, old timers always got just little bits and pieces that he, he pops up on Twitter. And it's just that little, it's just some really... Lovely little bits in there. Jenna's DNA Ajax is really good as well. Yeah, like it was, it, and that you know that 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 came really early doors because obviously it came with it with the spreadsheets and stuff, mm-hmm. and that was phenomenally yep. phenomenally good. I, th- I think as well, it's the 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 how different the content can be, even though it's a blog. You know, from more of the data analytical side of stuff to the you know, like genuine fiction and fantasy world building i think that's so much fun and and i think again i think the, the fandom can be so broad sometimes and you know you can exist within one corner of it that it's, it's fascinating to me where the blog that, that blog space can can catch a load of like a wide variety of stuff yeah it's weird that sometimes when it's written down to explain it it makes more sense than watching it strange strange I'm, I'm more visual but then I, I would, there's some bits that i just need to sit and, and read and even as someone who's, who's dyslexic i'd rather read it to understand it than listen to someone talking about it and and yeah you're right that that individuality it's yeah there's some great stuff great content being I, I think I, I genuinely think it's that the way i can you know things i think the athletics always the, the perfect example of this but when i first sort of subscribe to the athletic i was kind of trying to read everything and now what i've done is i've put my own filters in place and i follow certain authors and i read certain people's work so like carl anker for example john muller who 
I'm an absolute fanboy of John Muller and, and was when he was doing the um, his paid subscription blog. And I was really happy that he came in. <laughs> uh, Maram has just just joined with her data analysis. She's been doing stuff for TIFO as well. Obviously, video content. There is... Who else am I reading at the minute? Um, Jasmine Babber has been doing a couple of pieces for The Athletic. And yes. it's been... Jasmine is so good. Her Bundesliga knowledge, like, tactically, is so good. But it's that thing of... You know, it's funny because Michael Cox was, was the OG for me. And now I, I read less of, of Michael Cox, which is which is interesting. But I think it's it's cool when it's sort of you know in in a written format where it's people can come across or their work comes across in such a, a, a unique way. Well, like John, I think John Muller is a really good example of this. Where when he first started doing some stuff for for the Athletic. His analytical work was really interesting because it always is. He's he, he's very creative and clever with how he looks at it and presents it. But it wasn't until he did... I don't know if you saw it where he did the fantasy realm of all the re, the map with all the different regions and all the different style of football. Yeah, I saw this advertised. I, I didn't get around... I, I've not fully read it, but yes, I remember seeing that this. That is peak space 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 john muller it's just absolutely bat crazy but it kind of makes sense and there is data science behind it i was like i had genuinely had the moment where i read it and i was like oh, there he is because like, <laughs> it's it, it, that's what fascinated me because his blog was like that it was this weird you know use of data analysis or you know you know, statistics or whatever word you want to use, you know, using kind of like hard fact and then presenting it in such a unique way. And I think, yeah, sometimes with with, with, with written content that it can really shine through in a way that a video can't. So talking of uh, video content, who have you been enjoying in terms of streamers and uh, just video and content in general? Um, I think... For me, I'm doing a bit of thing at the minute where, and it sounds, if I say if I say that I'm just lurking in a whole lot of streams, that sounds a lot worse than it, it than it is, obviously. But I'm trying to spread my wings across the community as much as I can, and just literally dropping into a stream that just has an interesting save angle. So I'm avoiding all like the Newcastle, Arsenal. Bayern Munich, Barcelona rebuild, that sort of thing. That for them, for me, like, and, and there's some great stuff there. Don't get me wrong, but I'm sitting there going, "Ooh, third division Bulgaria, very nice. <laughs> Let's go and have a look here." Right, what's happening in Chile? Ooh, that's quite good. Um, so I'm and just enjoying seeing all the different stuff that's being made. So I don't know, like, I've, I've just if I was to try and pick people out, that I'm second, I see the alert pop on my phone. I'm gonna shout. I'm gonna shout. I'm gonna shout out friend of the podcast, Dave Goodger here, okay? Because I think he's because because I know how much he's. I know how hard he's working to improve over the last year. Like he's put his heart into everything. He's doing YouTube streaming. He's doing Twitch streaming. He's got a thousand saves on the go, like you probably had um, this time last year, but he's trying to get a greater understanding of the game and he's putting some angles on stuff and 
he's not afraid to lose. He's not afraid to get sacked, which I know is is a thing for, you know, that you you I don't know, you've got to be comfortable with being sacked on stream for the first time. It's it's a thing you've got to embrace, right? And, he, and he's got it, and he's happy with that. So so I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying seeing him doing it. I'm enjoying seeing new people come through, like FM Girl. Like, she was going to be my pick for the written word stuff as well. The FM comic is the final piece of the jigsaw. And if you listen to the podcast that we did with FM Girl the other week, you'll know how much we've waxed lyrical over that and how it was the perfect thing for the perfect time to complement the community. So she's making this wonderful comic full of jokes that we're all making. And it was just excellent. And then it's like, oh, let's try streaming. And of course she's excellent at that as well. And that's great to watch. Just someone who just transitions over perfectly as if to go, like, they put the camera on and they go, well, yeah, I, would, I was always doing this. Just just natural. Just You go like, okay, cool. You don't have to try. This is brilliant to watch. You know, like, you, like, you, you've got that as well, man. Like, with, with, with the fact you're only a couple of streams in, like, just sitting there. And I, and I remember saying to you, just hit go and you'll be totally fine. Like, you're used to presenting. Of course you are. But these are people who aren't professional presenters but just they click the mic and then the camera on and then it's like they're good to go easy straight yeah, off the bat yeah. i no think worries. for me it's, it's it's been holly percival um because mm-hmm. i mean yeah. i'm not gonna lie like it, i i got hooked in because it's hull and i've got a soft spot yeah. for hull because of hollissimo <laughs> so i was i was well, kind of like well she's a villa fan and i was supporting villa at the time as well when she first broke through so i was just like well this is interesting <laughs> but it's been so fun to watch it's been a wonderful example of that emotional attachment and what what twitch can really bring where it's not only the person playing but everyone watching feels like it's their team and it it kind of dips in and, and feeds into how real football fandom is and I think she's been she's been really good at that and and it's, it's found a very very easy to watch and very engaging way to to to, to make the content so yeah Holly's been great I have to say we have to finish tell you who else has been sorry I was just I'll tell you who else has been knocking out video content out of the park like an absolute machine the last 12 months a shout out to Omega Luke, by the way. That man is an absolute factory of video content. You know, he must wake up before he's even looked at his kids. He's played 19 matches and then he's got a video ready. And then he rings his dad and goes, come on, dad, we'll get you in a video as well. Who we rebuild today? Doesn't matter. We'll, we'll, we'll create a team. We'll, we'll knock them down. We'll rebuild them back up again. He's, <laughs> he's just everything and it's yeah and it's 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 great it's great and he's just got twitch partner as well this weekend so um yeah so big up that. to omega yeah. luke he's he's just grafting and yeah so yeah shout out to omega luke i think also finishing on on someone who's been grafting and in a very similar way um shout out to stinger who has made some really oh, yeah, good yeah, stuff yeah. like last year he was kind of coming out with some really interesting stuff but this year he has just hit his stride and obviously it's been really uh, recently announced that he's going to be in uh, the next showdown. So congratulations, Stinger. Also as well, a bit of an outside pick, I would say. I think he might do um, a bit of damage in there. I, I'm, I'm excited to see how he does. All right, Tony. Well, that's pretty much all we've got time for on the podcast. So we've mentioned our Twitch. So why don't you tell the lovely people at home where they can find you on Twitch? 
Yeah, nice and simple. Twitch.tv forward slash Tony Jameson FM. And Matthew, what about yourself? Yeah, so now I am on Twitch. This is weird you now. You have this, this to do as well, don't Yeah, I have this to do now. Um, so I'm twitch.tv forward slash fmtmat on brand. As I say, I'm pushing for affiliate at the minute. So we're going to be doing a lot of streaming this week. So if you've got a bit of free time or want to drop me a follow, that'd be great. Come and come and join in. We're talking about Preston's bus station being the biggest in Europe and an English heritage site the other day. So that's the kind of level of content that you get on my streams. It's good chat. It was a great chat. That actually. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, that was actually really good fun. Just having, having, I did say it, it was, it's very weird when I have real, you know, people I know in real life and then people I that have lived in places I know, and then I'm like, oh, do you know this place? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's essentially just like having a cup of tea with your dad. That's that's my <laughs> my content <laughs> in a nutshell. Talking of content, we are making stuff on Patreon as well, which is patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. It is free pound a month, and it goes a long way of supporting this here podcast. We do give you some stuff in return. We give you the weekly episodes a little bit earlier than usual. He says for the last two weeks it's not been. Um, but uh, yeah, you get the, the, the weekly episode completely ad-free a little bit earlier, as well as access to uh, a Discord channel and a bonus episode every month. This month, we're welcoming back friend of the podcast and comedian Rich Owens to do an episode called Daily Blind Date. Do you want to... Do you want to say it, Tony? Do you want to say it? I'm just leaving. People are screaming either either excitedly or really angrily at this point <laughs> listening to the podcast. They're either going, chaos episode or fucking chaos episode. <laughs> yes, indeed. It is coming and it's going to be quite something, let me say that. So if you do want to get involved in that, it's patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. Just a reminder as well that some of our Patreon money is going towards the wonderful cause that is with women's aid you can find out more information about what they do at womensaid.org.uk i do encourage you to go and check that out so that is it for this week's podcast we're going to be back same place same time next week but in the meantime make sure you are taking care of yourselves and we'll see you next week on football manager therapy.